Everybody say authority. All right, we've been at this for a while. We're getting close. I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. The thread of authority, we started talking about it last week. Does everybody remember what that thread is? What is the authority that we have established? It is the word of God. God has spoken. God has given us direction. The authority of God, the word of God, the Bible, that's our authority. It's the um, the umbrella that we've been talking about for the last six, eight weeks. This is the umbrella. I should live my life. You should live your life under the authority of God's word. And we talked about it last week. The struggles that we go through with God's word. Maybe we deny the Bible. I don't think many uh, uh, um, church going Christians would, would say I deny the Bible. There are some out there. There are people out there that denies the Bible. But normally that's not what we battle with. Or maybe they distort the Bible. We, we, we misinterpret it. We interpret it to fit our need. That happens, doesn't it? All the time. Or dissect it. Just sit there and just keep tearing it apart and tearing it apart and tearing it apart. And you never get anywhere with it. And then finally, the one that's that, that it seems like that we uh, stay at for for a while as we disregard it. I gave the image last week of ripping pages out of the Bible and throwing out the things that we don't want, things that we don't care for. And yet our authority, yet our protection, the, the, the full authority of God still lays there on the ground while we walk off. Everybody with me so far? All right. It's going to be good. Hang in there. We struggle with disregarding the Bible. We saw last week this scripture. If anyone turns a deaf ear to the law, what's the law? His word. The law is his word. Even his prayers are detestable. We're sitting here tonight. And we're praying over the sick. We're praying over our needs. But if you turn a deaf ear to the law. If you are blatantly walking outside of what God's word is, even your prayers are detestable. It doesn't say if you turn a deaf ear to the things that you don't agree with or the things that you don't quite uh, accept. If you turn a deaf ear to the word, your prayers are messed up. They're, 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 they're hindered. That's good motivation to try to grasp the things that we're not willing to grasp. The church needs to come to the point of saying, okay, things are not working like I would like them to. Maybe I need to change. We always want to think if the other person would just change, if the situation would just change, I'll be okay. No, if I'll change, I'll be okay. You know, the other situation has nothing to do with your outcome. That, that's pretty deep right there. What you're facing has nothing to do with how you turn out. How we line up with the word of God and our relationship to him, to him is how we wind up. Things are going to come at us. Savior, he can move a mountain. But when you're not coming under that authority, that mountain's not going anywhere. 
Even though God says, I can do it. I've done it. I have, I have conquered what it is that you're battling. Do you know that everything that you're battling, God has conquered? It's been done. You're not the only person to go through it. It's been done. God has, God has, God has given, given victory to you, if you will. Block the light. Get with him. This is so, I know you're like, man, would you please move on? No, we're, we're, we're hurting. We're hurting. Why move on when we're not done? Uh, my dad and I were just talking about how if you don't build the foundation, and now we didn't go directly into this, but if you don't get the foundation right, what good is building up? What's going to happen? If you build your, your house on the sand, finally something's going to come and wipe it out. It's a fact. You can't build your house on the sand. And we're trying to get to point B, but we've not taken care of point A. Point A is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and starting to get to know him and following him. Then we move to point B. But we want to get to point B. We want to go out here and do stuff outside of the authority of God. That doesn't work. All right. So if I have an incomplete Bible, I have an incomplete life. You see this? If I, if I leave some out, I'm the one that's going to suffer from it. All right. What is the Bible? What is it? What is it? It's a letter. Let's look at Jeremiah 31, three, kind of deal with this thought right here. I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. What is the Bible? The Bible is a love letter. It is a, it is a letter to you and me all about how God loves us individually and corporately. He loves you individually. Wayne, pick on you. But he loves church on the hill corporately. Jesus came for the church. But it also says that he would give everything for the pearl. The one. The one. But it's a love letter. The Bible has one villain. Satan. Has one hero. Jesus. And one message. Jesus saves. The Bible's all about love. And do you know that there is nothing you and I could do in this world that could cause God to love us less? Just think about your child. There is nothing they could do to cause them to love you less. That's the type of father that you are to learn to be. Is you love them even when they hurt you. Because that's the father that I have. I don't think I've ever, I don't even know that you, I don't know that I've ever said this in your presence, but I messed up so much as a child. And every single time my dad started me off the next day as though I'd never done it. Now, I've, I've argued, I've, I've laughed at my mother. My mother wasn't so forgiving. But my dad always said, okay, it's over. Let's move on. And that is a perfect picture of God the Father. When you come and you confess and you get right with God and you repent, 
Church, don't forget about repentance. It's one of the greatest things we have. It's one of the freeing things that we have. The most free to know, you know what? I'm going to try to do right, but if I don't, I'm not dead. But every single time, and I got in trouble a lot. Never did he carry it around and remind me. Never. I don't remember one time being reminded of what I'd done wrong. That that says a lot. God the Father's not remembering everything you've done wrong after you've already come to him. The whole, all this scripture, even when God shows his wrath or his correction, it is a love letter to you. Don't raise your hands, but how many of you would like to have had a father that loved you enough to correct you? I don't mean abuse you. I mean correct you the way a a good father should correct you. Had so in mind that he so desired for you to do well that he didn't let you do wrong. There's nothing I can do that would cause God to love me less. He loves us. He is on. We are on his mind 24-7. He is crazy about us. Did you know what the, the psalmist says that when we cry? Check this. He says that, he, that, that our tears are collected. Does that show value in your tears? You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one. In your book. Can, can, can you grasp how much he loves you? What I'm trying to build here is the ability to accept his word. If you can realize that he is totally for you, then maybe you'll do what he says. It's hard to do what someone says when you feel like they're not for you. That's all that I've been trying to build on Sunday mornings is trying to break down our concept of our earthly father and try to get a view of what God the father is really like. He's going to remember every tear you've shed. He's collected them and it's written down. Do you think God the father doesn't know you're hurt? He does. You may have grown up without a compassionate dad. God is full of compassion. Full of compassion. He is moved. Jesus shows us. He is moved in compassion. You're hurting right now. I want you to know God knows it. It's deep. He wants us, he desperately desires us to be under his authority, under his word, because he wants what's best for us. He doesn't want you to live a good life. He doesn't want you to have a decent life or above average. He wants you to have the best life. God is able to do exceedingly abundant more than you could think or ask. That right there is enough to blow my mind because I know how much I can think. And I'm an asker. I'm going to ask you. I may get turned down. I've had to learn to take a no. But I've gotten a lot more yeses by asking. If you won't get offended by a no, then ask. And you know what? God responds 
to asking. Get to know his word. God responds to asking. He wants you to ask, even though he already knows. He's already told you. I already know. But ask. There is power in your word, in something being spoken. There's power in what you say over yourself. Have you ever heard the uh, self-fulfilling prophecy? Speak over yourself. But quit speaking the nasty stuff. I'm not good enough. I'm never going to make it. My daddy always said I wasn't worth nothing and I'm just not worth nothing. No, that's not what my daddy says. That's not what Abba Father says. He says I'm created in his image that I have the mind of Christ. Put that up against anything. Had somebody uh, talk to me today talking about the load of being a pastor. But you know what? In in my spirit, it's, it's okay. Everybody's load is, we're all going through our own struggles. We're gonna make it. God didn't call me or he didn't call you or he didn't call you to where you are to fail. He called you to succeed. For I know the plans I have for you to prosper you. If you know he's for you, then maybe you might go out tonight and try to follow him. I'm telling you, breakthrough is right on the right on the the edge. We will never reach our position until we live a life of submission, a submission to the word of God. Love is tender, but you know what? Love is also tough. God loves us enough to tell us the truth about our condition. Praise God. You know what? I need people around me that will tell me the truth. Not tell me what I need to hear. Tell me the truth. It hurts. You know that there are, there are some here, and I have been one, I've been the same, that has a vested interest in keeping the Bible at a distance. Because what happens? When you open your life to, to Scripture, what happens? Once you open to Scripture, it opens up your life. Once you start to study the Bible, what happens? It studies you. It starts to reveal things in you. And it hurts. Have you ever wished, have you ever read a scripture, have you ever walked down something and you realize, you got discernment or you, you, you know what's right and you think, man, I wished I just hadn't read that. I, I wish I was ignorant when it came to that. I, I, I just wish, I, there was a scripture that says, if you know what's right to do and you don't do it, it's sin. I love to tell that one because many of you, many people don't know that one. And I'm just going to ruin your day by telling you that scripture. Knowing what's right to do and not doing it is sin. I read that once and I thought, oh, man, I wished I would just called in sick that day. It's true. You know, it's where we are. We want scripture. We want our religion to be conformed to what we want. And that doesn't work. The church has tried to, to grasp what, what we want. Style or, or uh, music or screens or no screens. Who, who, who cares? Uh, anybody that ever runs video for me, well, I'll tell you, man, this is how you do it. But if it messes up, forget it. Walk away from it. You're going to get every nasty look that you ever got. Don't give them a nasty look. Get back there and do it yourself. Or let's just don't have it. 
It's not the end of the world. Screens are not salvation. Some people would say that it's the Antichrist. But we want to make our religion into what works for us. I'm sorry. I don't read that. I read kingdom. What works for God is what we what we do. You know what should be happening with all the churches in Cookville? If we're if we're pursuing God, we all should start to look a little bit more like each other. We might not completely worship together, but you know what? I want to be able to go into the Episcopal church and feel the Holy Spirit. And I want them to come in here and feel the Holy Spirit. That's the church that Elizabeth uh, grew up in. And they're not bad and we're not bad. We love the Lord. They love the Lord. I'm sorry to even bring up Episcopal. It doesn't matter. We can go into any church. We can go into a Baptist church and it'll be completely different. We can go into um, an Assembly of God church. It'll be completely different. But the Spirit's the same. The Spirit doesn't change from church to church. All right, um, when we start to, to go through the Bible and study the Bible, it studies us. Let me just finish right here. I'm going to show you one thing. What else is the Bible? The Bible is a light, and I'm going to close right here. Have you ever been with your kids and you see a snake? Now, my wife does, reacts the same way to my kids. They scream and jump on me. And what does, the, what does daddy do? It's okay, kids. And you walk them away. You know what? The things that we're walking through right now are snakes or things coming at us. And God's saying, jump on board. I got you. Snakes don't have nothing on me. I dealt with that long, long time ago. He's under my feet. He's, he's under your feet. The God of peace has placed Satan not under his feet. Of course, it's under his feet. It says the God of peace has placed Satan under your feet. What's, what's attacking you? Get it under your feet. We need to do that again, by the way. And I want to see everybody jumping. May completely mess up your whole worship experience. But do it anyway. Do some stomping. You don't mind to do that on a, at a football game, Randy. You can, you can, you can hobble on one leg. <laughs> Randy's broke his leg, but he can hop on one leg. You want to see someone that runs extremely fast. It is him. I, I coached third base. I, I was third base coach one time uh, uh, with the softball team, and I was trying my best to hold him up, and there is no stopping him when he rounds third. In fact, you better get out of the way because he will run over you. I think he has this uh, concept of these bulls running behind him. And he's, those of you who don't know, Randy's ran with the bulls. Y'all don't know that. He's, that, he's you know, he's. Oh, he is kind of a little bit. The Bible is a light. What do they do? Jump in my arms. Jump in our arms. It says that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. What does light do? Light penetrates the darkness. God's not going to give us any more light until we step out into the light that he's already shown for us. You know, what's good is he just gives us enough to take the first step and then he gives us more. 
Think about driving in your car tonight and you're going home. You can only see so far, but you've got to have enough faith in what you see to keep going the next step. We need to take the step. We need to take the step. My word is a lamp. What does that mean? It illuminates the path. It penetrates and shows you where to go. Life is full of decisions, full of umbrellas for us to come under. We have got to submit to the authority of God, to governmental authority, to spiritual authority, to educational authority, to family authority, to marital authority. Why? Because God wants what's best for you. He's got this thing set up to bless you, not to curse you. For you to be a blessing, not a curse. But you have got to come under the full authority. When we discover, when we discover the place of authority, we discover the place of protection. We discover our uniqueness and our true power and our fuel for living. I'm going to stop there. Um, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to dismiss you. Um, You are welcome to stay. We'll start in about five minutes. I ask you to please go and check your kids out of children's ministry. Um, If they're in the youth, make sure they find their way down here. Pastor Stephen will be coming down to uh, sit in on our meeting. But um, I encourage you all, if if you feel like this is your church home, even if you don't, if you just kind of want to see how we operate, hang out. We would love to have you. But let me bless you. Father, I just pray over those that are sick, Lord. I just lift them up right now, Lord. I know that you are a healer. And Lord, but I want to stop for just a second and I ask you in my life, in my staff's life, in my family, Lord, in our leadership to show us where we have not embraced your word. Lord, as I'm about to pray, it's important that I get right with you. And Lord, I just ask you and I just plead the blood of Jesus over me and my staff and our church. And I ask you, Lord, that when I pray for those that come up here for prayer, Lord, that you hear my prayers. Lord, that you hear my prayers when I pray for my wife and for myself and for my children and for my deacons, Lord, their wives. Lord, I desire that you hear me. And Lord, right now, I just ask you to search me and search my staff, search my leadership, that we would completely line up with you. We're not going to be perfect. We're going to stumble and we're going to fall every now and then. But Lord, you're a God of grace and mercy. And Lord, I just ask you right now to help us to line up to your kingdom. Now, Father, I ask for healing over this list, those that have been added to the list. And, Lord, I pray for our church in our upcoming year. And, Lord, I just ask you for a great financial, a great spiritual, a great uh, community uh, breakthrough, just a breakthrough at Church on the Hill, that we line up with you. And, Lord, nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop the kingdom of God, Lord. Nothing's going to shake the kingdom of God. And we desire to step into that kingdom. Bless us and bless us the rest of this week, Lord, until Sunday, Lord, that we can come in here and worship you some more. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please stick around if you want. If not, we'll see you Sunday.